Hey, it's Tuba. And this is Steve. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Wise Living. Um, today, we're going to talk about slowing down a little bit. Yeah, slowing down, yeah. Maybe recapping a, a little bit. Yeah, yep. Planning. Yeah. Then moving forward after that. That's right. But in entrepreneurship, just saying that it's okay to do that, right? Yeah, it's okay to slow down. Yep. Yeah. I, I think that I think that's pretty, uh, definitely pretty uh, relevant to business, man. Uh, a lot of times, I think can cause some anxiety. Yeah. But uh Yeah, we'll, but before we get we'll before we get into, into that, that. Yeah. Yeah, man. So how's it going? It's going well. Um yeah. gosh, it just seems like things have been super busy lately. Uh just um all that we have going on uh on the business front and we've now brought on three interns. Have another one starting next week and uh so a lot of new things yeah. happening mm-hmm. and stepping into that. And then I, I kind of feel like uh, all the things that I did not get to do in 2020 because of the coronavirus. I mean, all that stuff, like mm-hmm. it's all somehow poured into this year. Yeah. And I feel like and it's a great thing. Right. I'm not complaining, but it's like I feel like I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's like, are we am I trying to play catch up? Yeah. Or, it feels you like know it. what I mean. Like it's just a lot, a lot. Right. And it might have been just because we didn't do anything for part of the year last year. You know, like everything slowed down so much that it feels like more. But I think there's just more, you know. You know, I think you didn't do anything for part of the year. I, like, <laughs> I, I, I felt it. like I worked like all year, man. No, I didn't do anything for part of the year. <laughs> I was one of the people that was just like, "Oh, wait a minute, the whole world is shutting down." Oh, let's see then what that feels I'm like. I'm gonna shut down also. Sure. You know, no, like get it. hang out with the fam. You know, a lot of a lot of uh, I would say it's like for a lot of parents, it's, it should have been your kids' like best summer, right? Like yeah. literally, because like they were like an extended summer. Like how long was summer? Like it was like long last year, four or five months. Yeah, something like that. Like it's like mom and dad are you know mom and dad are like stressing out, right? <sighs> parents are stressing out, but the kids are like, I get my parents all the time. This is amazing, yeah. you know, because their memories never as like, you know, complex as ours is, right? Their memories just like mom and dad were around hanging out, right? You know, so yeah, so I feel like it's just all poured into this year, and it's just busy. But busy is good, right? Like I mean, it's like I'm thankful, you know, thankful to have things to be busy for and. Uh, yeah, it's been a, it's been a good week just hanging out with, um, you know, friends and family and then, you know, just a lot of the stuff we've been doing business wise and just keeping, keeping the constant movement and staying busy and just activity, activity. Got to go out, uh, on another charter with, uh, I'll give them a shout out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Miss Judy's charters. Yeah. Here in Savannah, Georgia. Savannah, Georgia. Awesome. Uh, how was that? Captain Matt. What's up? Uh, it was great. Uh, I'm going out there with my my sons it gives us something to do together and we went out and caught trout reds caught a couple of huge reds 29 inches one okay, of them, wow. 26 inches the other one but uh let's see we did that and we caught flounder my son caught a turtle uh, and as he was one. and as he was reeling it in, it wrapped around a stingray. So when he pulled it Jeez. up, you didn't know it what had it was. a stingray <laughs> hanging with a like turtle a under it. We were like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, right. It was so weird. But yeah, it was just crazy. good times being yeah. able to be out there on the water with them. We had great weather and um, just learning more about fishing, you know, off the coast. And it was fun, man, just talking about slowing down. We learned how to flat cork. You okay. ever heard of about no, I don't flat corking? I do not know what that is. Nope. So... Uh, when you're fishing for reds, you want to be up close to the grass. You know, like when the tide goes out, mm-hmm. you can see where the grass line and the marsh okay. is. But when the tide starts to come in, obviously it go the water goes up into the grass. Okay. So as it starts to come in, you want your bobber to kind of float in front of that grass. 
as all the reds start to go back up into the little channels and such. But anyway, the wind started kicking and the mm. currents were going pretty good. So he was like, we're going to flat cork. And we were like, what the heck is that? Right, right. So he, uh, the little notch on the line that you can pull up to extend how far up the bobber will go up your line to make the the, the distance between your bobber yeah, yep. and the bait okay. more uh, was plenty enough. So when you throw it up there, the bait sits on the ground and the bobber, instead of straight up and down, sits like this. Mm. It's flat corking. Oh, uh, okay. So he said, just wait and just let it sit there. But you can just throw out an area and let it sit there so it's not being drifted down by okay. the wind or right, anything. Right. And he said, when one starts to take it, you'll see the cork do this. He said, it'll start dancing and it'll start dancing up like this. And, mm -hmm. it, and it did, man. Oh, that's crazy. Like 29 inch red. We're just like, and the boys are catching these fish. And I caught some too, man, but right. it's just awesome uh, to be out there doing that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, just experience it with them. Yeah, that's but awesome. the flat cork, and the reason I brought it up is because we were talking about slowing down. Right. He was like, hold on, we got to slow down. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. It just kind of made me like, think yeah, about that. Right, you know? right. That's cool. And we caught yeah. some of our biggest fish slowing down. Yeah, you know? yeah. So that's that awesome. Neat. So, and that's out, out like on the intercoastal waterway. So, like, not out like deep, deep sea. But right. Like, right. Yeah. We went around Wilmington uh, Island. Wilmington yeah, Island. Yep. 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 So, that's awesome. um, but no, it was great, man. We had a good time. And about a month before that, we went out and the whiting were running. You kind of mm -hmm. tipped me off on that uh, when you went out yeah. with the family and you said the the fish finder was like yeah, full just of like fish. Yeah, full of fish. Yeah. My son loves, my son is five or six and he loves the fish. And then, and dad is not a fisher. I'm not like, so I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos and, um, and then I'm, t you know, take notes whenever Steve talks about fishing and, well, we you know, talked like, about going out together, like yeah. going on these charters and learning mm -hmm. a few things and, and yeah, we, maybe we, we got to do it and go, you yeah. know, well, it's good. You know, like it's like with YouTube Next. these days, like he's able to, my son's able to like learn. So he'll, he'll start naming off the names of fish and I'm just like, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. That's the name. You know right. what I mean? Like, and then I look, look it up and it's like. Yeah, that, that that's is a it. channel catfish. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, so it's cool, you know. But so next week's uh, Wise Living episode will be out on the boat. If you hear yeah, a little exactly. wind in the background. Right, right. You know, we'll be teaching you how to fish. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you'll, you'll get to journey with us as we learn how to, fi as, uh, how to fish. But, um, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, it's um, just, all, you know, just always nice being able to experience stuff with family and, and, and get to – because I think you said you had the first time you guys went out, you caught like seventy three white. I mean, like a we 70, kept seventy three, kept seventy three, and we caught yeah. maybe eighty something. That's man. crazy. It was, it was insane. So what you do with the fish? Uh, we ate some of them, and uh, we have them frozen at the house. Like if you get the fish, you can put them in bags. Okay. I learned this. Yep. And, and uh, we kind of divvied them up in ten into each bag, yep. and so you don't have to do frosting. Yeah, right? yeah. 54 fish right fish. right right yeah. <laughs> but anyway if you uh put water in it yeah fill bag it, yep. up with water and then freeze them so we have it's like the natural freeze dry way so it like thaws out and right. it's like so because we get a lot of fresh um shrimp from the local shrimpers here and oh, they told nice. us that same thing where i need to hook up with yeah you no definitely day. we have you know they'll come in call us that morning they just come in and it's like the freshest shrimp you can get wow. and they're, they're giving it to you for a really good rate compared to the stores but they were like hey what you got to do is fill the bag up put the shrimp in there right and then just fill it up with water because then it's just like it naturally thaws out and it, it keeps it from mm -hmm. freezer burn and all that stuff. And I was like, you know, I had to learn a few things, you know, like, all right, so make sure all the heads are cut off and everything. Because the first time I did, I didn't cut all the heads off and yeah. the little things are poking through the bag. And oh, like, you know, like yeah, all that stuff, yeah, just yeah, learning yeah. stuff about it, you know, but you can't beat the it's, it's nice living on the coast, just being able to get fresh seafood. I mean, yeah, it's just absolutely. Really can't beat it. Yeah. So we're we have all those a lot of those fish. In the bags with, yeah. with the ice, and then the ones we just went out and caught were a different species of fish. So we have those, and then we were doing some fishing in and around Statesboro. So I have some bass and some different things. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. Fourth of July is coming up, and uh, 
invited family to the lake mm-hmm. house so i think we're gonna do uh maybe a low country bowl but also oh, fish awesome. fry, uh, fish you know fry yeah. so i'm kind of trying to keep all this right. fish but yeah. i told my wife put that date down so i can just <laughs> tell my house. wife <laughs> i need a bigger fryer <laughs> yeah, i got one that's right. like this big you know yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. tiny you man you can't use an air fryer it's like Steve. a thermos like my little <laughs> right. fryers are thermos. So yeah. I, mean, yeah. I love it i love it so anyway that's kind of what my game plan is yeah yeah that's awesome but yeah man so uh trying to incorporate some of that into the schedule because uh it's just that time of the year, right? Yeah, yep. Yeah, and so I think, you know, today we just talked, we're just, uh, something I think has been big for both of us, right? Like, and even just real, uh, real, um, you know, we're finding a lot of value in and finding, you know, trying to, you know, put into place for us is, um, you know, just looking at, you know, how you slow down, right? Just yeah. the need to slow down as a business owner. And that, and this is not slowing down. So I think there's like sometimes the taking the break for yourself, but this is more of like the business strategy of slowing down, um, you know, with where, with all the activity you're doing to just take a second to, to be able to like reassess where you're at and, um, and not always feel like you have to be hustling into every single decision you make, every single movement you make, every single, you know, everything that you're doing. A lot of times I think we get caught up, like just always in just this crazy flow. Like you, mm-hmm. let's say a new business owner, you're kind of starting the business and, and don't know how it's going to go and then before you know it you're just like in the whole flow of everything and you know two years go by and you've had you have a lot of different like maybe goals and different things you've been trying to implement but maybe you didn't because everything's moving so fast and then it could be 10 years go by or maybe you're going through some more strategic growth time and everything just feels like it's moving so fast right like it just feels like it's like the sound I make of pew, 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 you know, like cars <laughs> is going by, you know, like, um, absolutely. But, yeah, but you know, for us, I think we're both like have both talked about how important it is to take a second to slow down. Um, as far as like your business goes now that, you know, obviously we know like taking a break as a you know individual is really needed for yourself, but this is more of like the business concept of slowing things down a little bit to, yeah. um, you know, and, and, and I guess for you, like, what is that? What does that, if someone says like, hey, you know, when we've been talking about it, what does that mean for mean, you know? So for me, slowing down, um, not only slowing down, but what, um, what am I doing when I'm slowing down? Right. And I've started documenting certain things uh, that, that we're doing as we slow down to figure certain things out and uh, build some content mm-hmm. for our business so that we have content through the journey. So let's, right. let's slow down a little bit and... Um, I, I think it's this, man. I kind of thought about that, this uh, coming into the show. It was like, you know, the decisions that we make, it, it's so important on the front end to make the right decision because uh, I really believe, like, I heard, I heard it put this way. You kind of create your own jail, right, Yeah. to live in. That's why people have anxiety because mm-hmm. you create the debt that you have to pay back a lot of times, right? Yeah. You make the, these decisions, and then you're making the – the decisions and the parameters of what you'll live in. So I think we're creating our own parameters, yeah, our own rules. Right. But we're making those decisions and we don't realize it. So it's like slow down. What decisions am I making? What rules am I making up to the game or right. to my business that, okay, I could really work out of my house, but I'm going to go and rent an office because I think that's the way that entrepreneurship should look. Right. We always talk about how does it look? Right. We're worried about how it's looked at. It's like, a business should be profitable. Work out of the house, work out of the whatever you got to do. Coffee shop, I mean, what, right? Coffee I mean, whatever, shop, yeah. it, whatever you got to do until you need to expand to an office. Yeah, so don't right. don't make a decision that's gonna 
make these rules that create anxiety for you and you create your own jail and you're almost sabotaging your business before. Right. So, um, so, you, so, you know, it's a, and what I hear some in that is like, just sometimes slowing down allows you to reestablish what those parameters need to be for you. Right. That's, that's, oh, yeah. that's like, you know, and that, and that's going to be ever changing. Right. So sometimes like, you know, what, what it was in your first year is not what it is in your second year and may not be what it is in its fifth year. But sometimes if we don't slow down, then we're still running that business in year number five, based off the parameters that we had set in year number one and two, we've probably outgrown that. Right. Or maybe have changed it to something mm-hmm. else. And that's why sometimes you have to kind of like slow down and reassess where you're at. Right. And then mm-hmm. re and then kind of reestablish what those new parameters are to allow for you to be, one like what most efficient you know you want to you know um you know and, what i and what, growth and growth right Sometimes and, and we don't think growth. about growth right. we get real comfortable yeah with where we are and i think we get um kind of fooled or uh we can fool ourselves and just being comfortable not right. really exploring the growth side of things and and when you explore the growth side of things and move forward i think that w- i know for me personally i can really get out in front of myself really quick and I have to slow down because I've created anxiety of all the millions of things that I think right. I have to do. But yeah. it's like, all right, let me slow down, com- compartmentalize these things, and effectively move forward. So it's not like I'm condemning what I did before because right. I get excited. I get real excited yeah, about yeah, things yeah. and moving forward and new relationships and new tools in the business and, and really having a vision. But the intent behind that vision and the actions that I put into place I have to really slow that down because I'll get anxious. And right. I'm like, I got like 50, 11 things I got to do when I'm putting that pressure on myself. Yeah. Like my, right. I, I even talked to my wife about this. I'm like, sometimes I just feel like I put way too much pressure on myself and, and, and from different parts of life, you know, I want to get this, this thing or get, uh, add this to the business, or I really want to purchase this item or but you're putting this pressure on i just need to relax man. Yeah, i don't need right, all this right. stuff i need to do it strategically so just create my own parameters rules mm-hmm. or or if i if I, I don't slow down and focus on these things it can feel like a gel yeah. moving forward where you have these anxieties that are unnecessary uh but we're based basing the, the decision sometimes off of the du- the judgments or what other people will think of us or how our business looks it's and, like, and other other people's you know? businesses right because yeah, sometimes yeah. we're looking like what sometimes what you're what you're started you're comparing it to you're a comparing it to somebody else so like you try to do years, right so you yeah. try to do every single possible thing that they're doing that and not immediately reali- immediately right immediately. yeah absolutely and so and and so sometimes i think we forget that like hey your our journey your my journey is going to be my journey as a business owner right yeah. like and i could literally we could both start the same exact business on day one. It's not going to look the same. And it's definitely not going to look the same, right? And the it's closest not, thing to that is a franchise. Right. But it's still not going to be run the same. Yeah. Each franchise is ran a little differently. That's why you, some are successful and some are yeah, not. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It has yeah, to be, right? I because mean, you see you see franchises closing. And so it's like, if, it's, it, it's, if it were like, right. okay, just do it this way, yeah. every single Subway or McDonald's yeah. or Jimmy John or whatever would. Mm-hmm. would all be thriving right yeah, right but there's not a specific golden roadmap you still have to make decisions and make decisions about the way you're going to run your business the culture of your business mm-hmm. the people you bring into it so be very careful yeah and and slow down and not you know man we got to hire three people so you hire the first three people so you can say that you got three people right and the next three months are a nightmare because you got to work with those three people yeah, so then you slow down and you, you, you should slow, slow down, down and, and say, let's hire the right, the right people, right? That's right. One know. at a time. Yeah. We've got 
three interviews today and then you see yourself at the end of the day and you're like, man, we didn't hire anybody, mm -hmm. but we took the time to try to hire someone and it didn't work out today. And I think we want things to happen so quickly. Yeah. Yep. And I see people do this in sales where it's like, if you'll just slow down and be a resource for somebody and try to help them be a need identifier, problem solver, not everybody needs what you have, Yeah. Right. but it's okay to have a conversation with them about it. Right. And I think people get so defeated and they're so afraid of rejection that, well, I went out and talked to someone today or we had tried to hire three people and they base the growth of their business off of how they feel in that moment and say, well, it didn't work. It's like, no, just line up some more people right, to talk right, to, right. line up some more people to interview. Yeah. It's not this emotional roller coaster. Mm -hmm. It's just business, right? Right. Yeah. It's just business. And it's for, it's for the long run, not, not for the short run. You know, it's not for the faint at heart when, and. You're going to have this emotional roller coaster if you try to be an entrepreneur and base everything on how you feel today. Yeah. yeah. I think if you base everything on how you feel today and you make a decision to potentially quit, my thought process, process is, is that you might miss your biggest week you've ever had next week if you quit this right. week. Right. Yeah. Or That's biggest quarter, month. biggest month, Whatever, biggest quarter, you know? right? Biggest year. So Absolutely. It's, it's, yeah. just, it's a marathon. Entrepreneurship's a marathon. And I'm not sitting here saying you and I have made all the right decisions. We've right. made so many wrong decisions. Yeah. But looking back on that, for me, and I'll, I'll pass the mic to you, I wish I would have slowed down the younger and, and the older I've gotten. I've gotten more patient, and mm -hmm. that comes from wisdom, and that's what we're trying to you know, share with everybody and our listeners, some of this wisdom that is like slow down, make a good decision up front. These are some of the mistakes we've made. And it didn't cripple our business or or make it crumble, but it did waste a little more time when we could have been focused on something if we had just made the right decision, slowed down, even discussed it with somebody, mm -hmm. had a mentor, right? Yeah. So, you know, that's what I got to say. Yeah. And I, about all that, bro. No, and that's, I mean, I, I agree. I think it's like, um, and that's something I've learned to get more, because I think when you first start off and then even like when you're going different phases of your business, right? When you first, you, you start off and then you get it stable then you start thinking growth. Um, and then you get stable again, then you start thinking growth again. Like you're always like, man, I need, I want this to happen right now. Right. Because all of your emotional energy and attention and attention is going towards that now. Right. Like, could you recognize, you just said like growth, you know, uh, grind, growth, grind, growth, grind. Like to me, it was more like grind mm -hmm. and then some growth. Like, right. or was that a consistent thing for you? Could you, cause to me, I think, uh, being comfortable can be very seductive yeah. and you get, so, you know, you get so comfortable, but you know, when time passes, it's like, oh man, I'm getting punished for being comfortable. I need to yeah. focus well, on and growth. I, yeah, no, 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 definitely. And I think that, yeah, there was definitely, um, I think there were times where I always thought I was in the grind mode, like always trying to build, build, build. But life made me slow down, right? Like things happened that were just like, boom. Uh, you have whether it's a, a family health thing or relationship, health. like yeah. something else made me like take a little bit of my attention away, right? Like fishing, <laughs> fishing, right? Like there's, <laughs> yeah, you know, like you know, you go on a vacation for a week and you come back and you're just like, I don't want to come back, and no. you're and you're still on vacation for two weeks later. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but so something, and so I think. The, the the thought for us is like we can kind of be in control of that slowdown also right like we mm -hmm. can be in control of like from a business standpoint you know knowing that like hey i know that we usually are used to everything moving 150 miles an hour on everything but as a business we need to take a second so we can really figure out where we're at we can reassess we don't have to always be running you know 
at but how does pace. that look like real life you go sit in the car you kind of go for a walk like, well sometimes it's a period of time right sometimes it's, it's easy a, to say that and it's like right. well what what do y'all do y'all y'all own businesses and have for years and yeah. years. Like, well, and I think so from a business standpoint, sometimes that, that, you know, like let's say with some of the things that, um, you know, growth we've been doing with our financial firms, like it's, we, we've taken a three to four, four month period to kind of reassess the direction we want to go, how we want to implement it. And then we started putting the pieces in place where usually let's say like when you first start your business out, you're just like, all right, just take steps, activity. We just need activity. I got to make something happen. Activity. You can fool yourself into yeah. thinking you're, you're, you're working or doing the right thing. Well, you thing. can fool yourself into be thinking you're being efficient. There you go. Right? Like, because we're definitely working, right? Like, yeah. we're making, you know, that was the thing. We're you always get to working. You're today, you're you know exhausted. I mean? like, you're tired. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, but it's like, this is about, like, how do you become more efficient, like, right. as a business owner, right? How do you maximize the time that you're spending? Because time right? is. We can't get that back. You know what I mean? The like, most valuable it's the most thing. valuable thing. I know you hear it all the time, yeah. but when you start to really get to a point in your life when it's like, no, nah, that. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, right. That, I mean, that is, you know, and that's a lot of what we, what we, what you try to implement when you even think about growth, right? Is like, how do we maximize our time, right? How do we make that really efficient so that it equals revenue? Because anybody can go out there and work seventy hours a week to make a certain amount of revenue or to build their business. But what we, what you and I talk about a lot, and that's why we even touch on the fact that we get to hang out, that we, we really find value in hanging out with our families and going fishing or going to the lake house or doing any of those things is because like the time is what's valuable for us, right? Like, I mean, the finances, 100%, everybody knows that. That's why we don't like harp on that all the time. But you and I like spend time with our family, right? Mm -hmm. Like we like doing some fun things. And, and so it's like, how do you do that while you're putting all of this? I mean, I feel like I've added 40 hours a week of work into my schedule, but I'm not working 40 more hours a week, right? Like it's just, we've just learned to, we, you know, kind of become a little bit more efficient with what we're doing, right? And so- I think you're filling up more minutes and hours of the day that we had available before, but maybe we didn't realize we could cram some more yeah, in there. For sure. You know, yep. you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, just just becoming even more efficient with our time. I think we're seeing how much more we could actually get done. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Right. Yeah. Because you you know you're not wasting as much mm -hmm. time. Well, and, and and you also start figuring out like you know so you, when you like you 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 use the analogy of creating those new parameters what i think we also you know look at a lot of times like is when you just a visual a visual like a bumpers on the on the on the when you go bowling your kid yeah. ever get the bumpers yeah yeah right yeah um okay yeah so like so the the bumpers anybody goes bowling you know the bumpers you put out to make sure that you get to the, your ball at ball, least you knock a pin down. the pin down at least right one. yes if Something. you don't hit a pin down with bumpers with bumpers then you totally uh, missed a lane. You may not need you to be bowling. You ever seen like somebody throw it up and hit the ceiling <laughs> right, or right, throw it right. over to the neck? Maybe yeah. you don't need to be bowling. You don't need to be bowling. So if you're not yeah. hitting at least a pin I'll be now. the first. If, if your friends <laughs> haven't told you that, if you can't hit a pin when there are bumpers up, don't go bowling. Right. All right? Just be the person who brings the snacks to everybody. Hey, guys, I'm okay today. I'm just going to hang out. Just here to hang out. You know, but, yeah, so I think from a, a business concept, putting those bumpers up, you know, sometimes you're reestablishing where those are, right? Like, and part of – Part of that sometimes is figuring out who you want to be around. I mean, who you need to bring into um, your business, whether it's hiring, hiring key staff, key employees, you know, bringing on interns, any of those type of things that are going to help, you know, help you go in the direction that you're trying to go. But a lot of times when you're going, like, let's say it's just you as a business owner by yourself, like your team of one, right? Or you and maybe and maybe your wife, partner, husband, whatever it is, um, or you have a business partner. A lot of times you get so, once things get going, it gets so busy that, you're used to doing everything, so you don't realize how much more efficient you could be by bringing other people that people in. 
And so I think the concept of slowing down a lot of times is just, you know, you're, you're just trying to slow down so you can reassess what, what you're even doing, what direction you're going, and then how efficient you really can be, right? I think also when we're self-employed, there's things that we're doing that could be in hourly rate, that $10, $15 an hour job, but we, don't re- we think that's a part of being self-employed, but it's like the talents and skills that you have that are actually bringing in the money for your organization if you're self-employed are the talents and skills and gifts that you have that's actually bringing in the money. Not all the ancillary things to keep it organized right. or communicated to yep. people. and But you feel like you have to do all those things, and it's very difficult to give those responsibilities up sometimes because we don't think anybody can do as good of a job as we can do at everything. But once you do get somebody that specializes in this part of the business that assists you in doing what you're talented at, you start to see that you have – freed up more time to do the thing that really your business is about. Like if you are an awesome pet groomer, have you ever tried to groom a, a pet? Uh, I mean, I've brushed a dog no, no, we no, used no. to have. No, so I've never tried to groom a pet, no. Cut them with the shears. Nope, nope, nope. You know, the whole mm-hmm. nine yards. If that's what you're really good at, and you got to take a break every time somebody comes in and get them signed into the book mm-hmm. and take their – but if you got somebody that can greet everyone, bring them in, blow dry them, whatever, whatever – your skill set, you can get more dogs in and through yeah, right. the company, right? But it takes a minute to really realize, okay, I can get some more people in here to make me more efficient. And I got to put up the bumpers. So what really brings in the bacon is how many dogs I get to groom a day. But before, if I feel like I'm working and I'm not really grooming o- only one dog, but I feel really mm-hmm. busy, then maybe you need the bumpers to be in just a little bit more and a little tighter and more focused at the beginning. It just, you know, the dogs, the dog, one dog, two dog, three dog, whatever that focus is that day, go to the dog if you need to. But if you really want to expand, that's when you got to get help with booking and all those things. So it's just giving up some of that responsibility, man. I wanted to shift and ask you a question because for, I feel like, you know, our age, um, they call us the Oregon Trail generation. No, is that, is that who we are? Yeah, we I played Oregon Trail. It yep. was like a gap, like yeah. our generation. Uh, Nate. If you don't know what Oregon Trail is, um, yeah. if you're too young, yeah. uh, Oregon Trail is a game that pretty much anybody first. 40 years older up, I mean 40 yeah. years old and Born older. Born between 78 and 80. I think that's kind of born between seventy eight and eighty. I think that's, okay. that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's we the played or- it like in school. Trail. Like it was like a video. It was like a video game, like a computer game. Computer game. Computer. Like when I say computer, we're talking about like an actual desktop, but like you can old Google, school mainframe. You can Google Oregon, Oregon Trail and like what all that was historically. And yeah, they made it but you had to like help these people make it from like the East Coast to the West Coast on the Oregon Trail and like which was horse and buggy, ho- horse and buggy, like coyote, all different things would come and get them sicknesses. Get sick. Like so, you had to do. You stuff. had to go hunt, but but. The fact that I don't even know that I could play it right now because I, in my brain I know how slow that game. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like, like it's like this is like the first ever like computer game that they let us play in school for what I don't even know was it educational? Why were we playing it in school? Because computers were so new. And that awesome. was educational we in had, itself. We had like a, computer a computer lab. You right. go to computer lab for no. like what an hour? Mm-hmm. I think once a week. Once a week. So it was when it was computer lab day. It was like, dang, we get to go play on the computer. Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail, Number the Munchers. Number Munchers, you remember yep. that? Yeah, I remember all that. Letter Muncher. Yeah, there was something. Yeah, was something that, like that. that was educational, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But because you had to do the math problem mm-hmm. and get it right, yeah. and you can munch them. So. Yeah. 
Anyway, <laughs> sorry. We just Oregon Trail. That's Steve why we're the. Took, we just took a trip down uh, memory lane. That's why we're the Oregon Trail uh, <laughs> generation. Yeah. And 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 also they call our generation seventy eight to eighty, uh, the lucky generation. Yep. Ni- nineteen seventy eight to eighty, not age seventy eight to eighty. That is correct. Yes. Nineteen seventy eight <laughs> to nineteen eighty, we're the lucky generation because we were born. And there's a comedian Nate. Uh, I can't remember his last name. Starts with an N. But anyway, super funny guy. Awesome. But he talks about this because our generation was able to grow up pre-social media, the mm-hmm. internet. So we grew up like literally we were in the 50s, like just go out and run out in the woods all day and play and come home later, right? But then we saw the birth of social media and the internet and have been able to incorporate that into our life, right? So, yeah. when, we, so when we were in college, we were introduced to what, MySpace, I think? Yeah, MySpace was the first one. That was one. really yeah. the first thing. Quick we were, second. Yeah. We were like, what, 25, 26? Yeah, I was like on the tail, I mean, after college, like tail end after college. Yeah. All right, yeah. so MySpace, so, okay, yeah. so it wasn't a part of our life up until that point. Nope. Life, we could survive, Yeah. right? So now we've seen it. So the point of saying all this is sometimes technology the world changes even more so in our generation mm-hmm. because we are old enough to have gotten a business started, which what's what happened for me. I was right. an entrepreneur since I was 22. Actually got a business started, and it took all of these efforts to get it to a point of success. But now you see folks like Gary Vee, one of the people we listen yeah. to online, uh, says that if you don't start to incorporate social media into your business you will become irrelevant in the next decade and right. you hear that as a business owner and you're like hmm well if i just keep doing all the things that i did before the world is changing and i need to adapt and learn some right. of these things to me that has been a part of wanting to grow and expand is like to keep up with how things are changing yeah so i think i think that we have to look at growth that way too is what i'm saying not just and the reason I wanted to spell that out is because sometimes maybe some of our listeners are like, well, is today a good day to grow? Right, right. <laughs> some things happen around us yeah. that really make us want to grow or we see something that really influences us to say, hey, you really need to, yeah. you know, or it could affect you down the road if you don't start paying attention to this. And that, you know, this year, last couple of years, I guess, has really been a big part of the growth of our organization. But what I found was, is it was a daunting task at Mm -hmm. first. We made these decisions that I felt like was, they were giving me anxiety, but they needed to be made. So you're stepping into these, uh, people would ask me, you know, hey, how's work going? Are you busy? Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, but it's self-inflicted. A lot of it's like the over busyness that causes the anxiety has been self-inflicted. Right. And it's like, why am I doing this? Well, if we want to go and grow, we've got to step into that. And I felt like that we have like 50 different directions we're going in. So I had to slow down. Yeah, I think right. you said it. And it was, yeah. you know, not too long ago, one of our meetings, um, you were just like, slow down. Let's recap and highlight some of the things we've been working on. Let's plan and then move forward yeah. but not just like you do that one time but like come to on a weekly basis yeah, that's right in a weekly meeting and let's slow down recap so once we started everything we were going after growth and continue to go after are all great things but sometimes it can all become a blur and you're trying to wrap your mind around it all and you know it's all good 
but you got to step into it, right? And you got to accept some of that anxiety that comes with it, but then really start to organize and build those parameters, those bumpers that mm-hmm. eliminate some of the anxiety so you're not overwhelmed. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, that that makes, was a no, mouthful. But no, that that's sense? perfect, man. And, and as you were saying that, what came to my mind, because I have two two uh, brothers who are um, you know, professional pr- photographers, and and uh, when as you were saying that, you know, it just made me think about how a photographer – you know, who's using a, you know, lens camera, um, you know, if things are out of focus, they could keep shooting all day long mm-hmm. and they could be the best photographer ever and keep shooting. But if that, if, if that lens, and I might be saying this wrong cause I'm not a photographer, but if that lens is not in focus and not properly focused and they just keep going through that action. They are going to come out with blurry photos. Like there's no amount of editing that could fix it. And, and make they it worked just per- hard all day. And they worked hard all day, right? Mm. But they, but so as you were saying it, and you were just speaking, I was just like getting this picture of like a photographer who, you know, then is saying, all right, well, I'm shooting. And then they got to slow down for a second, refocus that camera, right? So they, they take a second and they say, they slow down, then they recap to make sure that everything's set, their settings are, are right. You know, um, that and doesn't then, mean they're good for the whole month, right? Right. You gotta you know, keep keep doing it, right? And then they and then from there, once they've refocused everything and, and reset the settings on there, now we can start shooting again, mm. right? But now if they go outside, they might have to do that again, right? Because now there's a new a new factor that's come into play, just like you said, with like some of the things that have gone on the last year and a half or just happens. It's not always like sometimes your bl- the blueprint of your business is something you're like, okay, this is a trajectory we're going to go on, right? Like, And you have your business plan, and you have all these things that you think if we go step one, step two, step three. You and I have learned it just doesn't happen like that, right? right? Um, and so sometimes there's, like, the growth that you're trying to – like, things that you're trying to do from that came from within the business, and then sometimes there's external factors that cause you to have to, like, you know, hey, you, you need to pay gotta, attention gotta to gotta pay them. attention. And so we got to slow down, figure out where are we, right? Like refocus, bring it into focus so we know what direction to go from there. And and then the hope is that that's how you like, I always use the term like adjust, adjust, pivot and adjust, like adjust and pivot, adjust and pivot, right? And it's just like yep. slowing down so you know which direction you go because that's going to save you dollars. It's going to save you time and it's going to save you that headache, anxiety. I mean, all the things that emotionally business owners i love that steve has like verbally said out loud like anxiety that he dealt with because see what happens for so many business owners is i always used to think you got to be like iron fist yeah. everything perfect like no you have no fear or anything right like the dude in the like, gladiator the, <laughs> right like, uh, what's it leonidas you know yeah, like whatever stoic you know like the the everything's falling around you and you're just like oh, i'm a business owner i have no anxieties right but like you heard Steve say that, and I love that he did. And part of why we 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 have pushed to do this podcast is so we could be real as transparent as possible, right? And so it's like that those things are still there, right? I still have anxiety. I might have some of those things, but it doesn't. It, but but the way I think he, everybody does, everybody does, if right? You're Whether, dealing in business, yeah, and you're I dealing mean, with people, and you're dealing with money. It's like yeah. To say I've never had any anxiety, that's, I'd that's, be like, I mean, BS. But see, but that's why I love that. <laughs> but people won't say it, right? Because it's yeah. all about the way people are looking at you, you know. So right. I, I appreciate you saying yeah, that there because cool. I know that I, you know, like I do and I have, and and people will be like, well, why would you have anxiety? You've had your business for thirteen years, and it's like, uh, did you see what we went through last year, or do you see what like even any type of like growth, it, like you slow down and you start, let's say, let's start taking steps again. They're now new steps, right? Like they're like a new uncharted territory. Like I know what we've done be- behind us, but going forward is still new, right? If you're in that growth mode. And don't be prideful. And every day I think we're waking up being thankful. Yeah. Not only right. you got another day, but yeah. you got another day of your business, right. you know, because like you said, a couple of years ago, people were cruising along happy. And then, you know, something like a pandemic happens mm-hmm. and you don't have that business anymore. 
that's a scary thought. That's a scary thought, yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, so and, and one being thing, very prideful, yeah. so even slowing down in the morning, thinking God or, or, or whatever, whoever you, you know, worship or what, but thinking someone higher than you, uh, I think keeps us humble and takes the pride out of it, right? Yeah, and I, and I think that you, um, I think one day we were, we, you know, I, I know like sometimes with meetings, like we'll sit there and just go over what it is. Like sometimes you're just like, man, I'm all, like you said, I'm in 50 different directions. Have we got anything accomplished? Has, has, you know, what's actually happening? And then you go, when you slow down and you're able to actually look and see what you've done, mm -hmm. it, you know, like part of that, like slowing down, I think, you know, we've talked about like slowing down to help refocus, slowing down to make sure you're more efficient to like, um, you know, cost efficient for revenue, but also efficient with your time. But slowing down, you know, to find reasons to have gratitude, like to be thankful, right? Like to be like, yeah. oh, yo, we have accomplished some things. Like look at all of what we've got done. Yeah. You know, be appreciative of the fact that you're in a place to be able to do that. I mean, I, I've been overly – like when people ask me anything about how business is going this year, I I can't say that it's going anything but but great. And the reason that for me is because I know that there are so many of my friends and family – but, you know, friends, really, like friends and then people I don't know, but part of our community and in many communities across the U.S. and the world that lost their businesses last year, mm -hmm. right? Or who are in the fight for their business right now because of all of the ramifications of what happened last year, right? And so for me, I'm just like, I have a business and it's like, you know, you know, doing well. So I am not going to say anything other than like, we're, we're, you well, know, like I'm, I'm happy and appreciative to have a business and to be, you absolutely. know, you know, be able to move forward. I think the mindset too, when somebody asks you, how's business, whenever we say good or great, it's like, you're not saying it, but by saying good or whatever, you're like, do they think I'm bragging? Like I'm not. So my mindset is how's business. It's, it's moving forward. Yeah. Right. It's either moving forward or backwards. You know, and I think if you can recognize that, yeah. How's your business looking? How how are things going at work? We moved backwards a little bit today, but it's okay. We yeah. kind of reconvened and and studied what we did and moving forward. But that's how it's going. You ask, so you right, know. But right. but having a clear a clear idea of actually where it is at and mm -hmm. where or did we move forward today? You know, so good can mean so many different things. Yeah. You know, and yep. and it's so. It's it's real surface level. Well, it has to be surface level for me because if if you want the whole synopsis of no, no, you know no, what no. I mean, like no. But I'm people, saying even breaking it down to that day. How yeah. how's business going? Let me just look at it today. I guess this that daily yeah, thankfulness sure. yep. of what we are actually yeah, working yeah, on yeah. today is what I'm saying. You yep. know, because it, it's easy to take that for granted. Yeah. I'm just gonna what what are you gonna do tomorrow? To you gonna wake up work on your business? Yeah. We think day. so, right? Yeah. Right. So we just can't can't get ahead of ourselves and just realizing where we are and. I'm just encouraging our listeners next time somebody asks you, how's business? Like, slow down. Mm -hmm. You know, don't take 30 minutes to answer the question because they ain't got time to be waiting on you to answer the question. But just <laughs> slow down and say, actually, today's a good day. We moved forward some today. Right. We, we bumped a few things forward or uh, it could be better. And, and that's okay. Um, so anyway, uh, slow down, man. Yeah, I like it. I, I mean, like I like slowing down. And 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 recapping and and one more thing I'll say we yep. got we got a few more minutes. Yep. Have you ever uh, been skiing? Remember uh, we spoke earlier uh, this year about a ski trip I had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something for me is I think I had to learn how to slow down. Okay. Okay. And the first thing I thought about was the ski trip because we'd been skiing before that about five times. Mm -hmm. So you said you have or haven't been? No, I have not been snow, snow skiing. skiing. No, sir. You actually have to learn how to slow down. 
Because if not, you're going to be that guy that just comes down the mountain and says, mm-hmm. and you just go. And that's right. happened to me. Like I went when my first time we went uh, several years ago, kids were a lot smaller. Went took off down a, a slope with my oldest son at the time. But he was older, but he was still only like eight. So we're gone. He slips and falls, and I just keep going. I didn't know how to slow down. Uh, yeah, I just right. kept going, and I got to the bottom, and I was like, man, <laughs> he makes it. <laughs> but, um, but anyway, he did. He made it to the bottom, so learning how to slow down. So this time when we went skiing this year, I actually worked with a couple of friends of ours that went, and they actually taught me how to slow down the right way. Like, I could slow down before like what i learned from the last time was how to pizza you take your front of your skis and you turn them inward okay and it slows you down um and then also if you can kind of do a turn it'll slow you down and so i got to where i could turn and slow myself down but when you started going down really steep hills tuba if you try to do like a, a slow turn you'll just like go off the side of the mountain uh, so you had okay. to do this sharp this sharp turn and and like kick one leg out the outside leg out and bring the the inside leg in and and I could turn and I could start I could slow down on a lot steeper inclines. Oh right. So learning how to slow down in a steeper, faster environment served me well. Right. And so as I continue to grow, we continue to bring on more. Uh, it's not this ironclad gladiator mentality. It's like being able to slow down in a faster moving environment so I can, I can stop and take a look around and then I can keep going down. That's right. So it, because like you say, choo, 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 like right. the quicker and bigger we want to grow, it seems like the quicker and, and the more people and things and projects we're working on. So you got to be able to slow down and learn how to slow down quicker. Right. That, yeah. At least for me, that's right. been, that's been very useful. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. That's a, that's a perfect way to look at it. And, and the fact that, because slowing down does not mean stopping, right? It just means like slowing down, you know, uh, you know, reassessing. How's business? Well, you know. we've been slowed down about two weeks <laughs> right. thinking about it. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> you don't you don't want to paralyze yourself and get stuck, right, in your anxiety to move forward. So, man, this has been good. I, I appreciate just one. like you know, this stuff is always good for me because it's like I'm I sit here, I take notes, and then try to apply it to my to my business and and then apply it to the the business work we do together and then I think the personal cool, life man, is that we don't have to come on this uh show and all the content that we're pushing out for free we don't have to come on here thinking that we're trying to create content to entertain you guys it allows us an opportunity to speak about these things get some feedback from y'all and uh just have an open conversation about entrepreneurship yeah absolutely you know? so yeah. Really enjoy it. Uh, well, yeah. So reach out to us if you got any comments about this. If you've got any, um, you know, comments or questions or you know those type of things, uh, follow us on social media: Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah. And uh, we appreciate you guys, and we'll Love be it. chatting with you soon. All right.